0: Welcome to episode three of the Higher Self Leadership Podcast. I am Brian Elise Miller, your host and guide in this process. And today I want to kick off a new mini series of podcast episodes that I'll release over the next several weeks focused on the topic of beautiful boundaries. I'm sure you're already asking what the actual. Heck is a Beautiful Boundary, and we'll dive into that, but first I want to share why I feel compelled to talk about this concept of beautiful boundaries with you, and it's because in doing this work, the work of personal growth and spiritual growth and development over the last several years i've recognized that there are kind of various stages that one passes through in this practice and there is no end destination but certainly there are some milestones along the way that upon looking backward i can see very clearly and when we first start out we can almost it's it's in a whirr, it's in a way Be very blunt and focused on ourselves. And we need to be at first because what we often find is that people are waking up out of a world in which they've created for themselves where they haven't prioritized themselves. They've been seeking everything externally, including worth and validation and love and purpose. And we've been caught in this trap of false scarcity and the belief that we have to earn a living and prove our worth and produce something of value. And by value, that usually means worth money or something that you can monetize in this world that we live in right now, in this shared reality that we have agreed to that exists right now. what typically happens is that we first have to almost like divorce ourselves from that previous way of being. And the way that we do that is very immature. And I don't mean to say immature as in childish, it's it's immature as in undeveloped, as in you're not practiced at it yet. And so it comes out in a very immature way and fits and spurts. It's very reactive sometimes. We're still very emotionally charged when we start to change ourselves at first. And we begin to move away from being in service to and allowing the authority to come from external of us to moving to an inner guidance, an inner sense of purpose and belonging and certainty and knowing and worth. And the process of getting there, and this is what I like to call boundaries 101. The process of getting there is asserting things you do and do not like. Things that other people do that are and are not acceptable for you. Energies that you will allow and not allow to be inside of or around or share a space with. And so we get to this part where we almost... First, dive into separation, even more separation. Before we start to really understand that there is nothing separate from us, and the behaviors that we set standards or expectations around for others to practice are kind of silly, because what they do is they actually keep us from doing our own work. But this is all part of the process. It's part of the process. It's a natural part of waking up. Finding out that you have been putting yourself last. And now, what do you do? Is you put yourself first. And the way that we've been shown to put ourselves first is that we create these boundaries around ourselves as a way to protect ourselves from the people that have us putting ourselves last. Well, if you can listen clearly to what I just said there and read between the lines, you can already start to see. What's happening there is that in thinking that we're creating more agency around ourselves and our lives and what we want our existence to be like, we are also somewhat trapping ourselves in a victim mentality there. By holding expectations of others around how they need to be in the world for us to be comfortable and for us to put ourselves first. We're saying that we can't put ourselves first or we can't live and thrive in a world unless the circumstances are how we want them to be. And we all know that that is fundamentally flawed. The only thing we actually do have some agency over is how we show up, how we see ourselves, how we see the world, how we see others. And then how we respond to life, to others, to the scenarios and situations that we are in, in the moment. That's really all we've got. Those are the choices that we actually have in this lifetime. Now when we allow the structure to continue of putting all of our expectations and requests and boundaries in the hands of others and expecting them to uphold them for us, there is going to, that's going to be a rocky road. And here's what it creates. It creates more separation and more distance between you and other people, which I know if you are doing personal work and you want to have more connection in your life, that does not make sense. If you're doing work where you actually want to have deeper, more intimate relationships with everyone that you are surrounded by, creating these walls, creating more distance, creating protective armor around yourself in the form of boundaries is not how to achieve that. Another thing that results is we can often start to just shed relationships. These people are no longer, you know, privy to my energy, or these people. I don't have any tolerance to have them in my field, or these people suck my energy and they're energy vampires. And so I don't want to give them any of my time or presence or effort or love. And that is a lot of superiority, frankly. That's a lot of judgment. And again, a ton of separation, a ton of separation. And that creates more distance. And here's the other thing it creates. A lack of ability for you to actually do your own work. When we go about in Boundaries 101, asserting all of these protective standards and barriers and containers and spaces for ourselves, which I have to again just emphasize, This is a natural part of just starting to immaturely work with the concept of boundaries. It's totally reasonable that this is where we go first from where our collective reality sits now. And so, if you are in this place, if you're recently in this place, I want to share with you that I'm not expressing judgment on this way of asserting or setting boundaries. In fact, I think it's a necessary step based on where we are. But what I am offering here is a different way to look at this, a very fundamentally energetically different way to look at boundaries that comes from a place of love and not fear, that comes from a place of abundance and not scarcity, and that comes from a place of total responsibility for your own self and your own work instead of seeking a comfortable bubble in which you can exist in the world in which you can go about taking full care of yourself and prioritizing yourself because you've set up this amazing beautiful bubble, and that gets to the last point I was trying to make, which is boundaries 101 has us believe that we need to set these expectations for people in terms of how they need to act, how they need to show up, the things they can and cannot say when we are present. And what that does? for you in the short term is it creates this comfortable zone where you don't have to be ruffled by anything that triggers you, words that people say that you don't like or don't agree with, uh, actions that other people take that would make you feel off balance and reactive. Okay, it's lovely to get some space between those things sometimes. But I really want to point out here that this is a huge bypassing act if we look at it energetically. Our relationships, our interactions with other humans, and the conflicts and the frustrations and the frictions and the triggers that arise and emerge from those natural interactions that we have with other people, other people we know, work with, engage with that are in our greater community. Those are the glittering, amazing opportunities in which we can identify and then go to work on embracing and releasing our own fears and shadow patterns and bringing them into the light and bringing them into wholeness. Because anytime we're experiencing a trigger, friction, angst, anxiety, a moment of conflict, What that actually shows us, if we're willing to be present with it, is that there's an inner conflict happening. Not that someone is doing something to you. And I want to pause for a moment here and just very much clarify. I'm not talking about physical conflict or physical trauma or physical abuse here. I am talking about the natural relationships, emotional conflicts that arise out of just day-to-day relating with others and being in the relationships that we're committed to being a part of. And one of the things that I see when I look out into the world is there is absolutely a lack of space, compassion, and grace for other people to simply be the complex flawed humans that they are inside of our relationships. There's so much instead Judgment and narrowing, and intolerance and impatience with others, and that starts because we have it with ourselves. We have so little self compassion, self empathy, self awareness, self regulation, and grace for ourselves, gratitude, and, and forgiveness. For ourselves, we're so judgmental of ourselves that then what naturally projects outward is more and more of the same. And it's really difficult to have and hold that grace for others if you cannot cultivate it inside first. And we cannot cultivate it inside first unless we are willing to walk into the fire of these conflicts, these confrontations, not to battle. Not to fight, not to create more distance, but to actually move toward understanding ourselves better, understanding what our wounds are, and going to work on identifying, uncovering, and unlearning, and releasing the fear that sits at the root of the reason why we're having that moment of trigger of conflict, of constriction, of needing to protect ourselves from others. So, Boundaries 101 has us totally try to bypass this by doing something that I like to call co-opting others into doing your work for you. And what you naturally do is you tell someone else how to show up, you tell someone else how to be, or you politely ask them to do it, which... And most of the language I see about boundaries, it usually is not very polite. It's usually quite reactive. (laughs) But when we actually do that, we are in essence placing judgment on others for how they're showing up, asking them to change. We are in essence trying to control their behavior to create more comfort for ourselves. We are trying to co opt them into changing so that we do not have to face and do. Our own work. And so instead, what I offer you with the concept of a beautiful boundary is like Boundaries 401. You know, like if you're in college class and you do Boundaries 101 and it's what I've just described, what Beautiful Boundaries is, is Boundaries 401. It's the senior level class. It's where we really dive into complete responsibility around owning your work. It's where You understand that creating change in the world isn't asking others to do it. It isn't expecting things to be different. It's actually changing inside how you first see yourself in the world and then how you take responsibility and agency in the ways that you can, which is how you show up, the choices that you make, your energy, and how you respond to life. And so Beautiful Boundaries offers that you move from having no boundaries or having these very bypass level boundaries to being able to cultivate boundaries that actually invite others in to your own healing journey. Boundaries that actually allow you to show up as your higher self in a way that is in service to others, not just focused on self. In a way where you can actually be a neutral holder of space for yourself and others instead of always being reactive and passive aggressive, which I see so much boundary work being. And in a way where you can take responsibility and open yourself to other people throughout your journey such that you go from being stressful, reactive, emotional, running on default, being easily offended, oh my gosh, can we all be less easily offended and triggered, to having more peace, having more choice and presence in the now moment, being response-able, and being able to determine a conscious response. Not having your subconscious shadow patterns run the show out of self-preservation, but actually being present to the choice of being from a place of love in the world. And even when it's difficult, returning non-love with love, which is really the work. It's the work. So if you are feeling like you've got crazy people-pleasing tendencies, if you're codependent, if you are out there burning yourself out and proving your worth through how much you can work and produce and suffer and still be successful, whatever that means. If you are feeling totally depleted, unsupported, and like you need the whole world to change in order for you to do your best work, if you are feeling resentful of others, When they get to establish a boundary or a standard and you feel jealous of that, if you are seeking validation from others, if you feel shameful or guilty for taking time for yourself and actually caring for yourself, not from a selfish place, but because you actually want to show up and serve in the world, if you feel like you have to over-explain, justify, or rationalize things like saying no or Just being able to lovingly communicate what you need to others, then this might be some work for you. If you're starting to notice that the boundaries that you've been setting and establishing are creating more distance from you, if maybe you have some relationships that you've cut off or you've stopped talking to just because you can't handle them or because other people aren't showing up the way that you want them to in those relationships, I would gently ask you and offer to you to sit with that for a moment and see where you might have thrown up a boundary that is allowing you to bypass some work you've got to do. Because the work to be done here through beautiful boundaries isn't just knowing how to have a conversation to invite others in and to establish these boundaries in a more beautiful way. It's work of deep self worth. (laughs) It's work of deep self love and compassion and grace and empathy and forgiveness. It's work of creating some new skills for yourself in those areas, but also in areas like contemplation, which I will never stop talking about. If you want to learn more about contemplation, go listen to episode one, which is just giant deep dive into the art of contemplation. This work also requires that you take actual responsibility. And in this work, it's a dance. It's going to be a dance to continue to anchor and remind yourself who you actually are in your relationships. In these situations where you're feeling triggered conflict, where you need to throw up the walls of protection, it's about reminding yourself and remembering who you are. And I mean the bigger you, the endless you, and bringing that into this material you. And from that perspective, you can have no victim mentality. It's also about resourcing yourself so that you can come from a place of neutrality. Many of us are so burnt out, so exhausted, so depleted that we're not starting at a baseline of neutrality here. And so that makes it really difficult for us to not react, to not throw up walls, to not just say, get away from me as the answer to our problem. And what I mean by resourcing here is to actually create resilience practices, restorative practices for yourself to help you restore, to get back to a sense of baseline, to actually rewire and regulate your nervous system, to connect into your physiological being, your actual physical body, so that you see the information here. Because I have to tell you, there is so much information. This is a sensory machine and a lot of us are ignoring 99% of the information that we are pulling in from it that help us be present and come from a place of neutrality and and then love ultimately it's also being able to communicate from a place from love it's great that we can sit there and we can be there for ourselves but we also have to be able to communicate in a loving way with others Not in a reactive way, not in a way that is manipulating or projecting onto them things that we want them to change, but in a way, again, that vulnerably invites them in to your own experience of the world, asking if they would join you in your healing work and sharing with them what that would look like. Now, there's also work in here to be able to assert when you don't agree with something. When you don't sign off on certain behaviors. And there's a way to do it where it's judging and you are asking someone else to chain. And there is a way to lovingly call others into something else. And so that's kind of part of Beautiful Boundaries as well. Being able to have a discernment of I don't like this behavior because it's making me uncomfortable versus I don't agree with this behavior and I want to lovingly offer reflection to you that has nothing to do with me and how you need to treat me or be around me but is a gift to you of perhaps something that you could contemplate yourself. Because it's more about feedback than it is expectation of change. So this is the energetic from which we actually go to work on beautiful boundaries. You can see it is very much rooted in the love ethic, in presence, in forgiveness and grace and compassion for oneself and for others. And it is very much focused on responsibility. And being willing to not only honestly see the underlying fears and shadows that are creating our inner conflicts and our reactions and are triggering our self-preservation patterns in the world, our egoic, shadow-based patterns. It's really about being able to look at those with love, to examine them to bring them up, summon them up from the depths of the ocean that is our subconscious. Allow them to float in the gentle top of the ocean that is our mind, so we can consciously work with them. We can pour love into them and acceptance into them, and we can embrace them, and we can bring them back into wholeness. And what that does it takes the pain out of them for us. It neutralizes them. When we love these parts, when we love these aspects, when we love these shadows that we have so neglected and suppressed and muted and silenced, we set them free. We allow them to be part of the whole. We recognize the beauty in them, the superpowers that lie within them, the glittering diamonds among the coal that has been pressured and created over time. We unearth these shining pearls of wisdom, these treasures inside of our triggers, these superpowers inside of our shadows. They're gifts. And that is the work of setting and creating beautiful boundaries in the world. I'll leave you here with this episode of this introduction to think about this, contemplate this, feel it in your body, allow the resonance of this energetic difference in boundary setting to just play and dance inside of you. And then I will be back with additional episodes in the coming weeks to share a little bit more, to dive a little bit further into a lot around the same topic of beautiful boundaries. And uh, if you are interested, know that I am going to launch an immersive group program to work with this concept of beautiful boundaries and to go beyond me just sharing knowledge to you such that you will be able to work with these concepts, learn the techniques, actually start to work with restorative practices to come to a place of neutrality, begin working with the language to have loving beautiful boundary conversations to invite others into your healing process to be able to actually return non-love with love and what those practices are. If you are interested, I'm creating this right now. It's a six-week immersive program for women who are on the path. They're doing your work. You've been doing it for some time now. You've created change. You're a lot more self-aware. Maybe you even have a self-care practice established, but you're still struggling. Because again, you're developing a new you and we're still in this shadowy, fear-based reality we're all collectively in. And so you're probably feeling bouts of clarity that then disappear or moments of confidence, but not all the time. And you feel like your peace and your presence are of under attack, and they're hard to get, and you've got to fight for them. <laughs> you have to make all of these boundary walls to create space for them in your life. And that when you step out of your morning practice, everything goes to hell because <laughs> you've no longer you no longer get to exist in that perfect vacuum container you've created for yourself, where you can be peaceful. So we're going to go to work on peace a lot in the Beautiful Boundaries program. How to anchor it into your body. And if you are feeling like you are kind of teetering on this balance beam, like you are standing in between the old world and old you and the new world and a new you, and they're, they're kind of like on either side of you, and you keep hopping back and forth and back and forth, that's where you're sitting in your practice, where you're starting to see new versions of yourself, but then you're also still noticing, like, you'll slip up in familiar patterns of lack, and scarcity will come through from time to time, and kind of beat yourself up for it, and then you get back on the right track, and you find yourself in this dance. This is a great program for you to work with to actually begin to move into anchoring and embodying skills and practices on a much deeper level. So we are grounded and anchored in this way of being, instead of flapping around and doing the dance back and forth. So if you are interested in the Beautiful Boundaries program, I don't have a a launch date for it yet. I'm still working on it, pulling all of the content together, making it as impactful as I can. If you're a woman that's interested in joining this program, you can go over and sign up and join the waitlist on my website. It's briannelise.com slash boundaries. And there it's just a super quick form, your name and email, sign up to get added to the wait list. And you will be the first to know when I have more information around when Beautiful Boundaries is launching until then, keep coming back to the higher self-leadership podcast, where we'll be exploring this topic in a lot more detail. Thank you for listening.